Welcome to the Low Down on Life and Travel, the podcast that informs, entertains, and inspires as you're taken on a journey to see the world from a different view. The view of a luxury travel advisor who just so happens to be completely blind. I introduce your host, Kevin Lowe, the owner of Better Days Travel. And welcome back to the podcast. I'm Kevin Lowe, and this, of course, is the Lowdown on Life and Travel. In today's episode, episode number five, we are joined by a guest today, Matt Masis of the American Queen Steamboat Company. I had an opportunity to have Matt join me in the studio where we could talk about all things river cruising in America. The interview ended up going a little bit longer than I anticipated, but I think you'll enjoy it. We have a lot to offer, a lot for you to learn about the American Queen Steamboat Company, and at the end of the podcast, you may be ready to book yourself on one of these cruises. Hope you enjoy. All right, we are here today in the studio with Matt from American Queen Steamboat Company. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Kevin. Great to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you are the very first guest on the Lowdown on Life and Travel, so I hope you're uh, ready for a rocky ride. <laughs> uh, no, I think you're going to be great. And, uh, and I'm excited to be the inaugural guest. That's right. That's right. It's kind of like an inaugural cruise. How fitting. Yeah, so Nice. Well, wonderful. Well, um, I briefly introduced you at the top of the show, but would you do a little bit better job of telling everybody who you are? <laughs> sure. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Matt Masis from American Queen Steamboat Company and Victory Cruise Lines, uh, business development manager currently. Uh, but I've been with the company for about five years, a half decade almost, uh, working on board our vessels. I started as the cruise director on the American Queen and uh, since had a, a many different roles over the years, a hotel general manager, uh, working in our onboard sales program. It's been a great uh great experience to see our company grow. You know, Kevin, when we first started, we only had uh, two vessels uh, in our fleet. And now uh, between American Queen Steamboat Company and Victory Cruise Lines, we have, well, I can't even keep count of the number. We keep adding vessels yes. all over uh, North America. Um, I think it's something like six right now. And we're adding more Alaska starting next year. Uh, and then another uh, uh, expedition ship coming in 2022, 23. I mean, it's yeah. really amazing. And to think that I started off, you know, performing in the shows, this guy, I mean, uh, you know, my career when I started, you know, uh, in the, I, in the performing arts, I've been on Broadway. I toured with some of the great stars from uh, the golden age of Hollywood. And now I'm, I'm uh, promoting cruises. So who'd have thought where life can take you, right? <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I think, I think for the first guest on the podcast, we've got somebody who covers it all. So <laughs> that's yeah, well, a high praise indeed. Yeah, that's you. right. That's right. Well, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I guess I would like to, to start off. I've kind of got a list of questions that we'll kind of work our way through to, all in hopes of giving the those listening a little bit better idea into who American Queen Steamboat Company is, because I think a lot of people may be surprised to find out that there is such an amazing opportunity to do river cruising right here in America. And there, there really is. Yeah, so wonderful. So I'd like to go ahead and start off just kind of with the basis of who exactly is the American Queen Steamboat Company. Sure. Well, American Queen Steamboat Company... Um, 
is a company that's really unique. It's it's you'll see in a lot of our, our marketing and promotional materials when you look us up on Facebook or YouTube or through brochures. You know, we use so many different taglines, but one of the biggest things that we talk about is that we're uniquely American. And what that means is that we explore America uh, on American built vessels with an all American crew providing world class, uh, but but you know wonderful service uh, that is traditional of, especially on the uh, Mississippi River boats, Southern hospitality. In fact, our flagship, the American Queen, uh, she's celebrating her 25th anniversary this year. Uh, she was built by the Delta Queen Steamboat Company uh, back in 1995. But American Queen Steamboat Company operates on the inland rivers of America, the Mississippi, Ohio, Tennessee and Cumberland rivers, as well as on the Columbia and Snake rivers out in the Pacific Northwest. So amazing itineraries to experience uh, with an all-American crew on all-American built boats with those big red signature and iconic paddle wheels uh, <laughs> bringing up the rear. That's awesome. So, so that kind of gets to me another thing is, so I want you to kind of explain to people what one of these these ships look like, because they're definitely different from an ocean going cruise line. And they're definitely different from the the European, you know, cruise lines sure. that are much flatter and, and longer. So can you kind of explain to everybody, um, t- treat it like this on this podcast, everybody's blind like me. So you got to explain yeah. it to us. <laughs> okay. Well, look, you know, the big thing is that it's that the wonderful thing about our boats and our vessels in the American Queen fleet is that the imagery is so vivid. I mean, truly, our boats, when you pull up to the dock for your first uh, embarkation, uh, whether it's in Memphis or New Orleans, uh, Louisville, Pittsburgh, wherever you might be taking one of our paddle wheelers or our steamboat, the American Queen, it truly is like a a a step back in time when it comes to the imagery, the the white gingerbread casing, the big red wheel on the back, you know, the band playing on the bow or on, on the balconies, just bringing you into that full aesthetic and vibe that you really want to experience. Now, each of our vessels, even though that when you look through the brochures or you see them described, they all do look the same. Like I said, big white red paddle wheel on the back, white gingerbread casing, the steam stacks on the top of the vessels. But the interiors of our vessels are so varied and give them each a unique character. For instance, the American Queen, uh, which is a true steamboat, the only authentic steamboat operating in the world, carrying uh, for overnight cruise vessels. That's dark woods and Tiffany glass. Um, it's got pieces of American iconography, like the chandelier over the grand staircases from the St. Louis World's Fair and housing oh, wow. X. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is amazing. Uh, we have the Olympic torch where, uh, when the Olympic torch uh, came on board in 1996 during the Atlanta games, they, they passed the torch on board. So there's so much vivid American iconography when you think of the American queen. Now, when you shift to the Duchess or the Countess, they're more a contemporary, a beautiful, beautiful, uh, opulence in, in the crystal chandeliers, the iridescent wallpaper, the contemporary furnishings. I mean, each of our vessels has its own unique aesthetic and and really captures 
the experience that you're going to have on the river, um, even going out to the Empress on the Pacific Northwest, Native American watercolors, indigenous art throughout the boat. You can actually take an, uh, an art tour so with so much authentic artwork on display throughout um, the, uh, the American Empress. So really, it's an amazing uh, experience. No matter which boat you travel on, you do feel immersed in your surroundings with what you're going to experience on the shore. Wow, those sound really amazing. So what I get from them is they are truly American, truly paying homage yeah. to our history. And and I just love it. Even like you talking about the, the American Queen having the the um the torch from the Olympics. I mean, it's yeah. just that's pretty awesome. You know, I don't I don't think, you know, we're so used to these mainstream cruise lines and stuff that they don't have that same type of character like you're describing to me. Um Character is yeah, it's a big word. I mean, they really do. Even the American Queen with a big, with they have a big. We have a big steam calliope on the back of the vessel, so you you'll hear the steam organ and the pipes playing. You know, God bless America or Yankee oh, wow. Doodle, or you know, people make requests and they'll say to the calliopus, "Hey, can you play a uh, uh, twist and shout?" Or can you? Play, you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny what you hear is coming from the calliope on the yeah. So amazing, amazing experiences that truly are so unique and as. As we, as we, you know, progress in our society and with technological advancements, it's really nice to have some of these things that take us back to simpler times, all yep. the while having the modern amenities of every other cruise ship, like Wi-Fi and, and things that we expect when we cruise and, and want to be pampered and indulge ourselves. Exactly. Well, I mean, I think you just kind of summed up what we all dream about, simpler times, but with still the conveniences of today. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That that's amazing. Now, can you tell me a little bit um, as far as like the cabin selection on these ships? Are mm -hmm. are we going to expect the same type thing as is other cruise lines like interior, ocean view, balcony? Yeah, so you're you're right in terms of the the cabin category selection runs the gamut. Now, the American Queen is the largest uh, vessel in our fleet, so she has everything from uh, single occupancy cabins that are priced accordingly okay. to the owner suite with a spacious and expansive private balcony with butler service and everything in between, from cabins with windows, cabins with private verandas, social verandas. Our fleet truly has such an expansive array of options on each vessel that there's something at every price point and every personal uh, desire when it comes to how you want to have your cabin situation with, uh, along with all the amenities in the cabins. And they do vary from cabin to cabin and from vessel to vessel. Uh, some of our cabins are equipped with mini fridges and Keurig machines, uh, USB ports. So there's really a, a run of the, the gamut in terms of the expansive amenities offered on board but really there is there is truly a, a vast array of amenities and all the standardized things that you want in terms of bathroom accommodations you know desks sitting areas balcony i mean it really is everything that you expect from the the ocean going cruises is here and then some that's awesome that's awesome now do you guys have cabins you know that can hold more than just two people we do so across our fleet we have a uh, triple and quadruple occupancy cabins. We have cabins that are adjoining rooms. So if you're traveling with a family, those are great options. And, um, you know, really something that when, when these boats were popular, especially in the days of the Mississippi Queen and the Delta Queen, going back decades upon decades, 
these vessels now offer such great luxury and comfort in terms of their size and what they offer in terms of their varied uh, amenities throughout the fleet and their options. So something that's really great is um, checking out what the size and the spaces are on each vessel and seeing which one works for you. Yep. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. They sound incredible. Um, they really are. Now, I, I assume at some point on, on a cruise, we're going to want to get off the boat. So can you talk to me about, you, you touched on the, the different areas of, of the United States that you guys are cruising in and even soon to be Alaska. Can you kind of touch on a little bit of those itineraries a little bit more in depth for me? Sure. So our most popular itinerary for American Queen Steamboat Company is the Lower Mississippi, which is Memphis to New Orleans or the opposite direction. Now, when you do when you do this itinerary, you're getting, of course, all of the great uh, experiences that happened uh, in New Orleans, the cultivation of so much cuisine, culture, music, the French influence on the architecture. It really is amazing. And then you, you travel through and you see things like Civil War battlefields, great expansive homes uh, with their beautiful decorations and their grounds. Um, we, we offer something that is truly immersive in terms of something for everyone. So if you love, if you love the history of our country or, or you love, uh, studying about the cultivation of this country. If you love music, of course, Graceland in Memphis or Stax Records, Sun Records in Memphis. B.B. King is from, you know, so there's so much to experience on the lower Mississippi that you really can't miss. Now, there's one itinerary I do want to make mention of uh, specifically is that next year in 2021 on the American Countess, which is our brand new vessel debuting later this year, uh, well, depending on when you listen to this podcast, uh, it could be later, you know, you never know, but, uh, we have, we have one that's St. Louis to New Orleans. So you're getting three major American cities in one cruise. So you get St. Louis, Memphis and New Orleans and peppered throughout. You'll get that true small town Southern experience. It's really an amazing itinerary. But going off the lower Mississippi, we've got St. Louis to Memphis, or you could you could try St. Louis up to St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, where you'll visit so many of the great itineraries that we've got, uh, including Hannibal, Missouri, which is Mark Twain's home, boyhood home. Okay, uh, you'll visit that. It literally Hannibal is like a Mark Twain novel come to life, where you see the whitewashed fence. Uh, you visit his father's judge's quarters. I mean, so many great things. On the yeah, on the Mississippi proper, and then you've got the other itineraries, which are also really unique. Louisville to Pittsburgh, which features we've got a Kentucky Derby cruise where we take you to to the Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs. We also have Churchill Downs tours, even when it's not the Kentucky Derby happening. So that's pretty neat. And the Columbia and uh, Snake Rivers out on the uh, Pacific Northwest. You follow the Lewis and Clark Trail. Man, there's just so many things on American Queen Steamboat Company. I, I didn't even mention Chattanooga and Nash on the Tennessee and Cumberland rivers. So there really is so much to see here in America, not even mentioning Victory Cruise Lines, which is on the Great Lakes, Canada, Alaska. I mean, we really are everywhere there is to to go and discover uh, North America and of course on American Queen Steamboat Company, the rivers of America. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I think for myself, I'd have a hard time choosing because, you know, because I think, I think that Southern charm of the Southern Mississippi is so appealing. Sure. But at the same time, like I'm torn with the, 
the crew's like out west going through like the canyons. Yes. Um, on the Colorado. It just sounds out of this world it, to me. It really is. I mean, the, the, the amazing thing is that we think of these places, these cities and towns that we've all heard of and we've all talked about in, in history class or we see on the news with something that's happening there could be good or bad, you know, and yes. but we, we forget that these are des- these are truly destinations that although we at American Queen Steamboat Company, we we bring on so many international guests who who've been to New York and Vegas and L.A. and Miami. But to see St. Louis or Memphis or Nashville, it, it's it's a little bit of a daunting task to get in the car or or get on a bus and, and go to these different destinations here with American Queen Steamboat Company. We take you to all of the great highlights and we do it with comfort and convenience and we do it with class. And that's really the, the, the great appeal of our cruises is that you can really discover these places that you've heard about, you've talked about, but you might not have ever gotten to visit it. Or when you did, it was for your cousin's wedding and you flew in, you saw the hotel, you went to the wedding and you flew out. And, you know, the next yep, day. I totally can relate. Yes. <laughs> you can say, well, I've been to Cincinnati. Well, have you really been to Cincinnati? You know, it's that kind of Absolutely. Thing. <laughs> it's so true. Yes. Wow. And so now let me ask you, do you have a personal favorite? Well, you know, I my personal favorite, I mean, having been out there for five years, of course, the lower Mississippi is our most prevalent itinerary. We do it the most across our sailing calendar. But I will tell you that my personal favorite is probably one that I mentioned as an aside. It's the Tennessee and Cumberland Rivers. There's a couple of different versions of this itinerary. It could be Memphis to Chattanooga, Nashville to Chattanooga, or, or reverse. And that's and those all take place in the fall, typically for us. And the fall colors along the Tennessee and Cumberland rivers, visiting Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi. I mean, it, it really is a beautiful, the Cumberland River Gorge, where they, the Tennessee and the um, Cumberland rivers come together. It is probably truly in, in American rivers. It's probably the most breathtaking scenery that you could really see. I love those those itineraries. They're they're comfortable. The towns wow. that you visit are are so amazing. The hospitality is is second to none. And uh, like I said, we do those in the fall, so it's a great if you love fall colors. If that's something that appeals to you, you can do it. Sit out on your balcony. Sit out on the front porch of America on the American Queen or at the River Grill on the Duchess, and just take in all these beautiful. Uh, colors and see the wildlife along the banks of the river. Really an amazing experience. Wow. I, you know, I think I'm all about like, you know, painting a picture, you know, for, for sure. anybody. And I think talk about like the ultimate of, of sitting in like a rocking chair on this, what you would think of just like a wooden porch, but you're actually on this amazing ship and cruising yeah. down the river and seeing the sights of the, the, the leaves changing colors. I mean, you can't get much, much more perfect than that. You, you can. I mean, and again, I, I, I was so hard pressed when I left working on, on, on board our vessels and I was transitioned over to, to my sales role. I really, I really do think about, oh, well, this time of year I would be, uh, up in Red Wing, Minnesota, you know, or or I might be here, you know, I miss the, the cuisine, the culture, the, and you do, you do develop on our boats, you do develop a sense of community because we have, uh, such a wonderful, uh, passenger base who comes and returns year after year. Some return, uh, within the same year 
um, multiple times. It's it's that kind of community that we build on the rivers of America. That's awesome. That's all, it's it's almost like it almost feel like it's one of those places you you come on board and you become like family. You know, it, it is. Yeah, it, it is, Kevin. It really is because with the amount of guests on our boats, I mean, from the 150 uh, or so guests on the American Duchess to the 420 uh, approximately guests on the American Queen, that that's all there is. You know, you really do get to know your neighbor. You get to know the person that you sit next to at the shows, or you you meet on the the hop on hop off bus, which we'll talk about a little later. But you know, it really does become a, a community. Community, and we have people who meet on our cruises and then cruise their second or third itinerary together. You yeah. know, they, they didn't know each other prior. Pretty amazing. That, that is so amazing. So amazing. So, you know, I yeah. think that kind of leads me into the next thing I wanted to talk about with you is kind of what can somebody expect for, for life on board one of these ships? Because um, from what you've said so far, I'm going to guess we're not going to expect um belly flop contest and and you know and beer guzzling contest and stuff like that so um so so i would love for you you to kind of give us a little bit better idea what could we expect for life on board sure i mean it's it's a great question because it is such a varied experience. Our onboard team, I mean, having been the cruise director, I mean, it was, it's our job to create an ambiance and experience that's fulfilling no matter what your interests are. So, so, so you're right. No, no beer guzzling belly flop <laughs> contest. We have so many great experiences on board when it comes to, um, the immersion into the culture. So the, the one of the big, Big points I want to talk about first is our River Lorian. Have you ever heard of that term, River Lorian? I have not. No. Okay. Well, let me be the one to educate you. Okay. <laughs> Please. No. So River Lorian is is our onboard historian. So every one of our vessels on the American Queen Steamboat Company fleet has an onboard historian, our River Lorian who gives lectures and presentations about our ports of call, the history of river travel, uh, the the engineering that goes into uh, cruising on the rivers. I mean, really is a, is a walking encyclopedia of experiences. Sometimes when we're passing different things on the river, he'll, he'll come over the loudspeaker system and talk about what's passing by or what the barge is pushing next to us. And and uh, when we go through the lock and dam system, he talks about what's happening. So truly an immersive experience. The River Lorien also leads our pilot house tours, where when we're in port, we actually allow guests to go up to the pilot house, talk to the captain or the pilot, uh, the piloting team, and learn about all the schematics behind what it is to travel on the river. So truly an immersive and educational experience. Um, in addition to that, we also have a speaker series, um, depending on where we're, we're, uh, cruising on the river or the, uh, uh, the sort of theme of the cruise special interest series, uh, that might be taking place on your cruise a specific voyage. We have guests like Barbara Sims who worked at Sun Records with Jerry Lee Lewis and Johnny Cash. She talks about meeting Elvis. Uh, she was one of the first, you know, female executives in music, and she talks about, you know, what it was like back in those days as rock and roll was developing. Um, and different different municipal uh, historical society members come and talk, and so many different things that may vary throughout whichever itinerary you might choose. So the historical and educational aspect is there, but we also like to have fun. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want you to think that you're going back to college. You're enrolling in Mississippi history 101. Yes. You know, 
Uh, but uh, but we have things like uh, our late night dance sets, um, the sock hop, country western, big band ballroom, uh, where we open up the dance floor in the showrooms. We have our we have jazz in the in the lounges or rock and roll in the bars, sing alongs. We don't have beer guzzling, but we do have pie eating contests sometimes. We have, like, <laughs> trivia. We have um, exercise and athletics organized by the, the entertainment staff. I mean, so many different things that you can experience while you're on board. Wine tastings, bourbon tastings. Uh, in the holidays, we do gingerbread house decorating, ornament contests. I mean, oh, wow. I mean really, there is something so unique about every di- different cruise. And as I can tell you, as the cruise director, I can't tell you how many times we'd have someone who'd say, well, you know, I like to do, um, I like to do swing dancing. And if I fit it in, we find a way in the schedule to add a, 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 you know, a, a swing dancing afternoon in the showroom or uh, dance lesson. So it's really amazing how the crew, I mean, truly it's the crew that's the lifeblood of our operation. And they truly go above and beyond to make sure that we not only fulfill, but really exceed the expectations of our guests when they come on board. Wow, that's really awesome. And you know, and I would I would imagine a lot of that is made possible from the fact that you aren't a cruise ship with six thousand passengers. Right. It's a you know, it's a smaller amount of passengers. So you can make it a little bit more customized, you know. We can to fit exactly what somebody's looking for. It is. And that's and that's all that we we really want to convey and we want people to feel comfortable when they come to see us. You know, our shows at night, whether it's our in-house team that's performing or it's a special guest, whether it's a regional musician or a celebrity like uh, Lee Greenwood who sang God Bless God Bless the USA. Yep. You know, we have such a, a vast array of offerings throughout our entire fleet and vessels that it really is something that you can discover and dive into from day to day. Whether And we, we have some guests who come on board and they don't leave the vessel because they love the the, the <laughs> experience of you know of the community that they build playing games or doing the lectures or visiting the pilot house um you all on the american queen we also allow you to go down into the engine room and see those pistons moving oh, wow. and the z drives i mean i mean it really we really do offer such a vast amount of options to really get yourself uh the the maximize experience while you're on board. That's amazing. That sounds so, so spectacular. Yeah. Wow. So now can you tell us a little bit more about, because I know when I've looked at different cruises for my clients and stuff, there's, there's a lot of your cruises that have a particular theme. Can you kind Mm -hmm. of talk about a little bit what somebody could expect on one of these themed cruises? Sure. So we, with the American Queen, even prior to the American Queen Steamboat Company operating, the rivers of America were known for great immersive theme cruises. And so we've continued that with our special interest series. So if you look through the, through the brochures that you're providing or anything that you have clients that might have a, have a desired interest in one particular, uh, whether it's a trade, whether it's a hobby, whether it's just something they really are fond of, the special interest series runs the gamut of things like music theme cruises. So uh, whether it's a jazz cruise, whether it's a, a country music, a music of the fifties and sixties with sock hops and malt shops and all those things. <laughs> uh, we do music interest cruises. We've got civil war, uh, civil war specialty series. I mean, there really is so much to say. I can't even, I can't even name them all. I think in 2021, we've got a golf cruise. We've got, um, 
Star Spangled oh, Cruise, wow. which is uh, 4th of July. So you'll watch the fireworks uh, off the levee on the boat. I mean, it really, there's so much to see and be immersed by. The, the sailing calendars have the, the details of uh, what the specific theming is of a special interest cruise. Um, I'm just trying to think of the different ones. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. We've got culinary culinary themed cruises, barbecue or Cajun and Creole. Oh, man. Um, I mean, really, there's so many. <laughs> Yeah, of course, of course. That's that's uh, that's just really so. Let me ask you, like, like I heard, uh, of course, I winged on it of the barbecue thing mm-hmm. because I'm from the south and I love me some barbecue. Yeah. So let me ask you. So, so what, like, what would be different about a barbecue themed cruise? I mean, is it different type of excursions? Are you being bringing people on board? Yeah, to do. Okay. All of that. So, uh, so say on a on American Barbecue Challenge cruise or a culinary cruise like like uh, like that theme, uh, we basically do a couple of things. Where in addition to our standardized menu, we'll offer um, some specialty item menu items throughout the cruise, both both for lunch and dinner. Now, what we do is we'll also have some cooking demonstrations on board. We have competitions. We play sort of like um, Chopped, if you've seen that show on TV, where of course where sometimes. Yeah. The executive chef of the American Queen or our, or our culinary director will come on and maybe face a local pit master or maybe even sometimes one of our, our chefs, you know, from the from the kitchen will take on uh, the, the executive chef. And it's really an amazing experience. It's fun. It's lighthearted. And also your our guests get to experience some of the true local flavors of the region that they're visiting. So it really is an amazing way to immerse yourself. Again, if culinary and if you're a foodie, these are great experiences to get an authentic taste of the region that you're visiting. Wow. Sounds delicious. Yeah, and you, and you know it's fun. Even with the barbecue, you know that St. Louis has a separate rub, yep. and then Memphis. Then you know, I mean, it really is amazing. So you're really getting that authentic taste of where you're visiting. Of course, of course, that sounds so wonderful. Now, you know, through our conversation, I'm really getting a sense that that the American Steamboat Company is is quite a bit different from what I think most of my listeners are used to with these ocean going cruises. As far as what all you guys offer to guests. Well, do you mind kind of going over what, if somebody was to book a cruise today, what would they expect to be included in their cruise fare? Sure. Well, pretty much, you know, there is a such a vast amount of inclusions with our cruise fare. Um, so all your meals are included. That includes um, both your main restaurant and your specialty dining restaurant. So we also we always have okay. we always have an alternative dining venue on our vessels, whether it's a cafe, whether it's a, a smaller intimate venue or alfresco dining. So we've got two options for meals as well as 24-hour complimentary included room service. So really, you've got all your meal service, never never an upcharge, no specialty restaurant that they hand you a bill at the, at the end unexpectedly. Yes. Or, <laughs> uh, we've all been there on, on our first or second cruise where you didn't realize you were paying for that meal. Of course. Uh, Yep. So uh, we also have beer and wine service in during dinner hours. So complimentary pours of our beer and wine list uh, during dinner hours throughout the vessel is included uh, with your cruise fare. We also have complimentary soft drinks, lemonades, espressos, teas, 
coffees, snack stations in our Perks Cafe or the front porch, wherever you're cruising, whichever vessel you might be on. Um, I'm trying, man, there's so many inclusions. Wi-Fi is included. Uh, we have, yeah, the shows are included. Uh, we have, we have wonderful shows and entertainment, but I think one of the biggest things that I want to touch on in terms of inclusions is our shore excursion uh, program. So we have an amazing included hop on hop off program on each of our uh, vessels and all of our itineraries through American Queen Steamboat Company. So what that is, Kevin, is that we have a fleet of branded um, steam coaches. They sometimes call them, the guests call okay. them, because they have the the gingerbread casings on the side, you know, and oh, wow. people waving. It looks like the boats are following, yeah. driving along the river. So in every town that we visit, we have included complimentary admission uh, provided for a variety of, of interest points throughout our throughout um, the town that we're visiting or city that we're visiting. So say we're visiting um, a town that might have uh, a distillery tour and it might have a local uh, museum. It might have a musical performance uh, at a local venue. There's just so many things that are included. And we, what we do is we give our guests pre-cruise, they get a document and a booklet that talks about the excursions. And then when they get on the boat, each night prior to uh, landing in the next town, so maybe Vicksburg, Mississippi, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you're getting a map that shows the, the route of the hop-on, hop-off buses. Now, that'll also allow the guests to kind of plan their day. Do they want to get off there? Do they want to stay on? Some guests simply ride the bus because we have a local narrator, a tour guide from the town, usually from a historical society or visitor center who talks about the things that that really made these towns famous or the, the continuation of the growth in some of these towns. So you hear about famous residents, you'll hear about incidents that happened uh, during the Civil War or during uh, the 1950s or uh, you know, flooding you know, at the levee. So it really does allow you to feel like you've gotten the most out of the experience while you are in these towns. And the excursions are have won awards for so many years. I think like it's six, seven or eight years in a row, they won the best shore excursions on any line in the world. I mean, it's really amazing wow. program. That's that that's quite amazing. Yeah, and and the bus is um, the bus the hop on hop off bus program is truly something that is second to none. I mean, the buses come uh, within a, set, a few minutes of intervals, so you're never waiting out in the sun for two hours for the bus to come back. I mean, you're you're really. Uh, you're really able to experience so much because of the, the way that the bus system has been put together. Really an amazing uh, inclusion with your cruise. Wow, that that's pretty fascinating. Wow. Well, and I mean, let's face it. I mean, to, to think of booking booking a cruise and everything even down to your shore excursions are already included in the cost. It's really a nice way because, I mean, so many times we, we book a regular, say, ocean-going cruise and then you know, you have to really factor in that there's going to be more costs involved once you add on excursions and specialty dining and, you know, and right. so it is nice to know basically right up front what you're going to be looking at for a final cost of the trip. Right. And for full transparency, because I want I want your guests and, you, and your clients to feel as informed as possible, there are things that aren't included, things like 
Um, we do have some premium tours. Those are more in some intimate experiences like biscuit making or um, it's a diff- some just different opportunities that you have uh, that are maybe a little further out or the spacing is limited on those tours. So there are some premium tours, uh, but there's also a great opportunity to re- really indulge yourself and immerse yourself in something that's a little separate from from where everyone else is going. Um, gratuities are, are also an additional uh a rate now, depending on when you uh, cruise, I don't want to give the, the the figure because it may be it may change depending on when someone might come upon this broadcast. But those those are an, an additional fee. But really, uh, I don't I don't believe, and and you know I may be mistaken, but at this time when I'm recording, I don't believe that there's any other things that are additional costs other than you know your beverage service of of alcohol service outside of those dinner hours. There's really so much that is included that people can go without ever putting anything on their stateroom account throughout an entire week long voyage. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love I love that whole entire business model that you know has been built with that, making it very very you know inclusive in that regard. So that's great. Yeah, that's yes, great. Sir. Now I would imagine as as it's affected everybody in in basically the world with the coronavirus. I know it's affected. Of course, you guys with your sailings and stuff, but we're we're starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel, and and I was kind of wondering if you can kind of touch on that as far as if people are kind of thinking that you know one of these cruises sound like something they would like to do, you know what what can they expect in the in the coming months as far as like whenever cruising is able to return, you know, are you guys taking any extra precautions or changing anything up from what you've done in the past? Yes. So really, um, these are, these are certainly interesting times that we're in now. Uh, when we're recording this, um, we are about 30 days out from returning to cruising on the rivers. So, uh, if you're watching the news and you see these, these different restrictions and regulations on cruising, um, the American Queen Steamboat Company is really unique because of the size of our vessels and our capacity. We are able to safely operate, you know, in terms of, uh, within those restrictions and guidelines, uh, with reduced occupancy, but still have a fully immersive and engaging experience. We've also updated so many of our health and safety protocols. I mean, doing things that are going to make our guests feel comfortable, safe, and really accounted for when it comes to their health and safety while they're also enjoying themselves. We'll have, there's a full list of things. And of course, I think we might have to make this, put an intermission on the podcast if I listed all of the the, the new policies and the new uh, implementations of our, of our safety and health protocols. Uh, but I'll give that, actually, your clients might be able to access that. I'll give you the document. Perfect. I think I might've already given it to you, but if, if not, I'll send it again. And um, it really is an it's a, a vast and amazing array of opportunities. We've also partnered with Oshner Health for telehealth services for any guests who feel uh, that they need to be uh, consulting with a physician throughout the cruise. It is complimentary as of uh, as of this recording. You know, for yes. for our yeah, of course. we've taken great strides to to implement a, an experience that is fulfilling, but also makes them feel safe, makes our guests feel safe and comfortable throughout their entire voyage with us on the river. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's, that's all really, really great information. I mean, it's very uneasy times right now. And so to, to hear that, you know, many of the, the cruise lines, I think all of them, in fact, and, and you guys including are taking steps to 
to, I think, as you said it, to ensure the that the guests on board are comfortable and they're confident, you know, in the cruise that they're taking. For sure. And that's what it comes down to. Yes. Yes. I think you're right. And and you've seen, uh, so many of us have seen in the news and, and seen coverage of that. A lot of, our, of the cruising industry uh, companies and operators have come together to make sure that we're, that everyone is on the same page, you know, to, you know, that although competition is a healthy sport uh, right yep. now, you can see that, that, the suppliers and the operators are really coming together to make sure that the guests on our cruises collectively all together are safe, comfortable, and accounted for. And um, that is through these coalitions of making sure everyone is as informed as possible and making those decisions together. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I would like to ask the, the next question is, is somebody's listening to this podcast and they're thinking this, you know, is, it's sounding really good. Um, you know, do you guys have an ideal customer um, that you guys, an ideal guest that you see coming aboard? Are we are we looking at older demographic? Are we seeing families with children? What what kind of is is your your main you know guests on board? Well, I'll tell you, Kevin. In the years I worked on the boats, I've seen it all. I've okay. seen. I've seen the red hat ladies clubs. I've seen uh, families on family reunions. I've seen, um, you know, couples and, and, um, you know, different groups, you know, whether it's a lions club or a, a VFW or so, you know, so many different people come, you know, internationally, international travel, literally buses of, of guests who've come as a group from Australia or England. Uh, it, it really is amazing to see the makeup of our passenger base on each and every cruise, because there is such diversity. Now, that being said, most of our guests, and, and I would say most is a, is a fair determination. Most of our guests are of an age where they've, they're retired. They've traveled throughout the world. And this is an opportunity to, again, like I said, they may have, they may have gone to Louisville for, uh, for a friend's wedding or for a conference for work back in 1985 or something, but they never really got to experience all that there is to be immersed in in some of these cities and towns. So we find that a lot of our guests have been, uh, been on some of the, the European river cruises or, or the, the tropical destinations in the Southern hemisphere. And this is a way to really experience America, really experience a vacation that is close to home, but takes them far, you know, in terms of what they experience, uh, things that they never knew, things that, that solidify their, their pride in their, in their country. And Ultimately, our guests have a fulfilling, they, they want to have a fulfilling experience and they can do it at their own pace. That's really the, the key here for our, our clients and our customers and our cruisers and our passengers, whichever term you want to you put on them. Um, yes. it really is about, ex, it's, it's about experiencing America and having a wonderful, a wonderful, uh, cruise where you feel like you are being immersed and, and taken care of because it happens both on shore and on board where our guests really do feel like they're comfortable and they can really find themselves experiencing something that they never knew was in their own backyard. Exactly. Now, one thing I would like to ask you, do you guys see, are most of the people coming on your cruises from America or do you guys have many international travelers also? 
You know, again, it's it's it really is a, a mixed bag. It, it, okay. We really have we've had some cruises where uh, we've had almost an entire uh, passenger uh, capacity of international travelers. We've also had we've had clubs and groups here in America who've chartered the the vessel for a class reunion, yeah. or um, you know, it's, it's so so it really it really depends. And again, you really do see how people uh, they've been in especially when it comes to traveling domestically in america people have been to vegas they've been to la they've been to new york or washington dc and done all of the things there the major cities in america that we think we have to experience or the sites like the grand canyon or mount rushmore or things you know things like that Uh, people have done those things but this is really a fulfilling journey where you you're discovering things each and every day even if the discovery is taking yourself out of the uh, the hustle and bustle of everyday life and having a conversation i mean how many times do we go through yep. life where we you can look around yourself and see everybody on their ipads or you know and and no one's looking up but the art of conversation or playing cards or a board game, it, it, you rediscover those things that even during these times, again, you know, where we're facing the the sort of lockdown orders and the, and the, uh, stay home, um, mandates where I've, I personally have discovered the, yeah, I, I love playing, you know, battleship or, or any of these games that we took for, we've taken for granted because they've been replaced by, you know, things on our iPads or our phones, which again, complimentary Wi-Fi, people are still reading their eBooks and they're checking their emails or putting their photos from the day before on Facebook or texting, you know, to their families back home. But it really is amazing to see people sitting around at, you know, in the afternoon playing a game of bridge or maybe after the shows that night in the Mark Twain gallery on the American Queen with some glasses of wine and playing Scrabble that we, we have game cabinets on every vessel where we've got so many different things to take in and uh, free for use. So it really is an amazing experience where you can kind of rediscover not only the sites and the, the great places to visit in America, but also just rediscovering your friends and your family and having those times that we sort of have let slip in a lot of ways because of the technology. Yep. And I mean, isn't that what you you want out of a vacation? You want to be able to slow down, spend time with those you love and experience things that you haven't haven't experienced before. And, yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like you guys got it all wrapped up in a pretty little cruise ship. So it sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're kind of winding down, I would like to ask you, of course, coming from my perspective, do you guys recommend um, guests? Do you guys support the use of travel advisors? Yes, of course. Well, my my whole position is based on involving travel advisors and consultants within the process of cruising. Now, one of the things that's really interesting, I, I touched on it earlier in the broadcast, but it is talking about okay, so all of our boats look the same, just you know. In, in, in a quick glance, you know, the, the gingerbread whites and the bread wheel and the steam billowing out of the smokestacks. But really, 
it's the travel agents in the marketplace who are able to know the distinctions between each vessel, their amenities, what the aesthetic is. You know, if, if someone is traveling with the group, perhaps one uh, itinerary or one vessel might be better suited depending on budget, depending on uh, personal interest, or even theme. You know, it really, the, the role of the travel advisor is so key. In fact, you know, we've we've been on the phone, you and I, even just the two of us, we've exchanged so many emails regarding specific guest bookings, regarding specific voyages or promotions and how to get the word out. So we really work in, a, in our sales division. There's, a, there's about a handful of us who are working to make sure that the travel agents and advisors and the offices that are operating have as much information as they they can, uh, whether it's on paper, whether it's digitally, or even these opportunities where we do podcast interviews or those Zoom calls that are video or Facebook <laughs> Live. Um, I, I've act, I'm not sure if um, our guests know, but I've got a Facebook page where I did I've done some virtual cruises and and interviews with the staff and crew members. Um, our musical director of the fleet. I interviewed him, uh, Norman Bergen. Uh, he, he is one of the great, uh, he comes out of one of the greatest eras of music and he talks about working with Tony Orlando. He arranged those original records like knock three times and, and Candida and, and working at the tie at the yellow ribbon theater and in, in, in Branson. I mean, so, so many great stories to come out of of our, our, uh, fleets and our vessels, um, on the American rivers and the content that we share, just like this opportunity is a great opportunity to not only, you know, let's face it, advertise, but also really communicate. And that's really what it is. It's communicating through engagement and really making sure that everyone knows and is informed as best they can be on what's happening and supporting each other. Exactly. And that's, that's what it's all about. And that's, that's what's so amazing. I believe in our, in our industry as a whole, is it, we talked about earlier competition versus, you know, it's, it's supporting one another and, sure. and, and that's the name of the game. So thank you. I know on behalf of the entire industry, we thank you um, for your support. <laughs> it means a lot. And, um, and just for anybody who is wondering, I will link in the show notes, um, a link to Matt's Facebook page. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. And then just have one more question before then we get into a couple of Really quick, fun questions that are a little bit more off topic, but um, kind of give people a little bit better idea into who you are. So sure. my last question basically is, is there anything that you feel would be beneficial for everybody to know about the American Queen Steamboat Company that we've not talked about? Sure. I mean, the, the biggest thing is that I can speak true to experience. I've lived these itineraries. I've, I've seen them from different perspective. I mean, actually my wife, she started working on the, on the boats before I did. She was an entertainer in the shows when she first started. And I, interestingly enough, we had gotten married and then uh, the next day she had to go back to work or the, the two days later. So we spent our honeymoon really on the American queen while well, she was working and I was, you know, eating and indulging and everything. <laughs> and so I've seen, I've seen it from the side of the, of the passenger. I've seen it from the side of the cruise director where it's all about making sure things are fun and upbeat and happy and, and engaging. I've seen it from the side of, of, of the general man of being the hotel manager, making sure our amenities are up to par with not only our company standards, but the industry standards. So, so many different 
ways I've had to look at what we offer. And I can't tell you that after a half decade of working here, that I truly believe in what we offer as such an amazing, indulgent, immersive experience that we offer. And we do it in a way that is almost unexpected because you think when you're cruising on the Mississippi, you think of a showboat, you think of Mark Twain, you think of uh, all of that imagery that we associate with Huckleberry Finn and, and the Mississippi River. But truly, so many of our guests say that they never have would have guessed that that the experience that they had on our boats was what it turned out to be because they found themselves truly comfortable, truly engaged, truly immersed in the culture, the music, uh, the culinary aspects and, and the educational opportunities that we have. And really, uh, what it boils down to is our guests. You know, we, we, work so hard. I can't tell you, uh, you know, the nights where I'd be line dancing at the country Western night. And then an hour later, I'd hear that the dishwasher was malfunctioning. I'd be in there with the engineers and, you know, taking apart the dishwasher, you know, at, you know, at the small hours of the morning, you know, so we go, our crew truly goes above and beyond our river butlers, our entertainers, our stateroom attendants, porters. I mean, they truly make the experience. And on our guest surveys, we have the opportunity at the end of every cruise to rate your experience. And I can't tell you that our crew gets the highest markings every time. Some of the highest in the industry, uh, they say, where our crew gets the highest marks because of the way that they will we're able to serve our guests um, because they truly are some of the best in the industry. And all American workers, you know, they they live in so many. Many of our crew comes from the towns that we visit, so they they actually your waiter might tell you, oh, when you when we stop in Natchez, make sure you visit this attraction, or we stop in Baton Rouge, don't miss the uh, the the state capitol building. You'll love the stained glass and the, you'll love all the artifacts there. So it really is an amazing experience, something that is truly unmatched um, in the industry. Well, I'm sold. I'm, I know, <laughs> forget booking clients on the cruise. I'm ready to book myself. So that's for certain. Good. <laughs> well, before we wrap up today's call, I do have five I call them these five quick little fun questions that ask of each of our guests. And so if you're ready, we're going to go through these and see what you have to answer. Sure. All right. So first, what's on the top right. of your bucket list? Oh, the top of my bucket list. Well, I think I'd like to, well, I'm Italian and um, I grew up uh, in an Italian household and so I think that I, we were actually planning on going to do a tour of Italy, the whole, the whole country, uh, Rome, Venice, um, Sicily. I mean, we were going to do the whole thing, but, uh, we, we postponed it because of what's, what's happening. So I think that's still at the top of my bucket list to check that off uh, at some point in the next couple of years, do the whole country. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Number two, what's your most memorable vacation? My most memorable vacation. Yeah, well, I'm going to give two. So I'm an entertainment okay. guy. That's my background, and and so my two most memorable vacations are probably from uh, based around things that I experienced. So one was back in 2001, or no, maybe it was 2000. I'm not sure of the year, but anyway, uh, Donnie and Marie reunited for the Osmonds. They reunited for a concert at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. This is this is 10, 15 years ago. 
And I went, you know, they were only supposed to do four shows. So I went, flew to Vegas, did that Solomon concert. I loved it. And then they just recently wrapped up. They wound up staying for like 15 years or something. So I think uh, in hindsight, I probably could have waited. But back then they said only four shows. Great marketing. Only four shows and they wound up doing a decade. And another one was back on September 10th. This is 2001. I went to New York and I saw the Michael Jackson 30th anniversary concert. They showed it on TV. I don't know if you remember. He uh, reunited with his brothers. Wow. And they had, they had all these great stars, Liza Minnelli, Whitney Houston, um, Luther Vandross. I mean, so many great stars uh, came and, and then Michael Jackson performed with his brothers. And I'm all about reunions. I, if, you, if you're noticing, Steve, you're noticing I'm reunions. Right. We're, we're catching on to the theme. <laughs> and but <laughs> Yeah, it was a Wonderful. great experience. We, I, I'll never forget that. It was great. That's great. Okay. Well, number three, what is your favorite hotel amenity? Well, my favorite hotel amenity is some sort of specialty lounge, uh, you know, or travel club member lounge. That's my favorite amenity. Really, I've had to pass on those to make sure that there's a good gym for my wife. She's she's she. Yeah, I've had to pass on the on the concierge level lounge for the a good quality gym these days. <laughs> wow, you're a you're yes. a smart husband. <laughs> All right. So question number four. What kind of packer are you? You carry on or are you checking well, in your luggage? Well, the truth is, once again, I am a carry on because my checked bag is my wife's second or third bag. <laughs> Am I going to get in trouble for saying these things, Kevin? Can you make sure she doesn't hear this? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be sure she doesn't know anything right. about the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> All right, and then number five, of course. What did you miss the most during quarantine? Wow. What? Well, you know, it's that's a really loaded question uh, because because <laughs> well, here in Pennsylvania, uh, at the time of this of this broadcast, things are still pretty pretty uh sparse in terms of what's available to us you know uh, but i think course. that what i miss the most is uh just socializing you know being able to freely see your friends i mean i live in uh lancaster pennsylvania so it's a pretty small community here and i've got a lot of friends and acquaintances so it, it would always happen to be you'd be at a restaurant and three tables down would be a friend of ours or or something like that so i do miss those sort of um chance meetings and chance encounters and and being communal that's what i miss the most exactly you know the, the we, we we obviously we're very much alike because my whole thing has been personal connection sure. and you know zoom meetings and podcasts are great but sometimes you just need to shake a hand yes. or you know yeah. so well, wonderful well listen i want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today it has been in a wonderful wonderful opportunity to learn more about the American Queen Steamboat Company. And so I just want to really tell you thank well, you. Well, Kevin, I appreciate you saying that. And it's really been a pleasure. You've you've obviously done your homework and you've you've you were really able to ask some really great questions and it was it was an easy experience for me, that's for sure. <laughs> well, wonderful. Well, wonderful. Well, for anybody listening to today's podcast, if you're interested in learning more about the American Queen Steamboat Company, or maybe you're ready to go ahead and pull that trigger and book your next cruise. Go ahead and connect with your favorite travel advisor. And if you don't have a favorite travel advisor, well, 
maybe that's going to be me. So anyways, you can reach out to me. All contact information is in the show notes. And I thank you for listening. And that's the lowdown on life and travel. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe for more. Want to hear more from Kevin Lowe? Be sure to follow his travel agency, Better Days Travel, both on Facebook and Instagram at Better Days Travel. Plus, subscribe to his weekly newsletter that hits your inbox each Sunday morning. Just visit BetterDaysTravel.com. That's BetterDaysTravel.com to sign up. And until next time, just keep living and enjoying life like it was meant to be. 